Hey friend, are you ready to shine? It's time for TV with TLC. Hi everybody, this is Taylor Cole Longacre. Thank you so much for joining us. As with every show, I look to find ways to help equip you with the information and the tools that you need to shine on camera, on the mic, and online. Today, I'm talking with my friend, Jeff Klein. Jeff is CEO of Speaker Co-op. Welcome, Jeff. Hi, Taylor. Well, Jeff, I've been wanting to talk about different aspects of sharing content, but I'd love to first hear from you a bit about your brand and about Speaker Co-op. Sure. So as you said, my name is Jeff Klein and speakercoop.com is a website for meeting planners to use to find speakers, people uh, to speakers to present to their events, no matter what kind of event it is. Uh, and in addition to that, we also offer training for those people who speak. Very helpful. I understand that you help speakers get the resources there they need and you help them connect with the right audiences. Exactly. That's a big part of it. Uh, now, of course, one of the things we do is help them figure out what the right audience is and then connect them. Uh, that's, you know, as, as with most business owners, they uh, people have to pick a pick a niche or a market to go after. And people who speak have to do the same thing. So uh, we do that. And as far as my brand itself, I'm all about helping people pick the words they use to talk about themselves in the best, most pithy way, P-I-T-H-Y, pithy way. The most pithy way. Okay. And by pithy, do you mean succinct and lightweight? Yes. <laughs> okay. Good deal. And when I think about the services and what you do, the big piece, of course, is identifying your audience. Because if you don't know who you're talking with, then um, it's kind of falling on deaf ears. You could be in a room of, of bakers and you're selling a meat cleaver and they don't need that. Yeah, so, I've been in the wrong room before. So you're absolutely correct. Yeah. So the big step is knowing your audience. And then the other, a lot of people ask me, especially my new clients, they say, I don't know really how to deliver a, a good quality, quick, easy to understand statement about myself. And I call it the elevator pitch. Jeff, I have a feeling yeah. you're an expert in this. I, you know, I've been teaching the elevator pitch since 2004. And the, the primary, well, the first mistake people make is they try to do an infomercial and they try to just keep talking and they keep telling people everything they can think of to tell them about their business. They don't want to leave anything out. And they're afraid if they leave something out, then that person won't, won't help them or become their customer or what have you. Uh, Wait, so they're trying to satisfy anybody and everybody in the room. It sounds like they think, okay, I can do business with all 100 of you in this room and I don't want to leave you out. So I'm going to make this generic enough that all of y'all can think about me and do business. Right. And I'm going to talk about my business from my point of view instead of the client's point of view. Okay. You know, and that's uh, that's a, uh, a formula for having nothing happen. 
Definitely. Let's unpack that a bit. So you've talked about the audience. You've talked about what to share. Let, let's go back and can you walk me through those steps? Sure, sure. The the uh, the best way to get people to want to know more about your business is talk about a problem that you solve. So now, of course, the, this is the elevator pitch that you use at an organized meeting like a chamber of commerce or a networking group or something like that. This is not the elevator pitch to raise money for your business from capital investors. Uh, this is not the elevator pitch to use in an actual elevator. Your goal with your elevator pitch in the networking environment is to get an introduction, a referral based on your, your 30 second story. That's right. So the objective is to get an introduction. You ultimately want someone to either say, I want to do business with you, be introduced to them or introduce you to someone else. But you have to know who you're looking for if you're going to go that direction. Right, Jeff? Exactly. And you have to actually tell us who it is. Too many folks assume that if if they tell us what they do for a living, we know who they want to meet. And as we were talking earlier about niching and identifying target audiences, you cannot you cannot serve everybody. That doesn't mean if somebody that you turn anybody away, you don't say, oh, I'm sorry, I'm only looking to do business with women business owners this week. No, that's not what it means. But you only have a limited amount of time and resources. And of course, time is your most valuable resource. So what are you going to spend your time, money and energy asking for? And then when other things show up, obviously you do business with those people. Uh, it's But it's about who you're reaching out to. And you want those people to be the, those folks who can make you the most money in the least amount of time. Wow. Okay. So it is about money. No, it, it, it might, it's about value and it's about a problem you solve. And Taylor, and you know this because I know who you are as a person. It's about who you can serve best. You know, it's about being a servant leader to your people. Right. right. Yes, because and people can see right through all of that. If you come with a pitch and it sounds like you're a used car salesperson, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. (laughs) Sometimes you want to buy a used car. But if you come, I'll say the guy in the trench coat on the street and you've got, you know, old watches and (laughs) and And, and to me, yeah, to me, the worst pitch is to someone who says they're not looking for anything. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm not looking, you know, I'm just here to help everybody else. I'm not looking for anything today. Yeah. That's, that's a lie. Me. It's Why a lie. Would you here? Yeah, it, it's just a lie. And, and uh, tell us who you want to meet. Don't be shy about it because we're here to help. That's the problem. We, we go to network to help us and each other. Right. So if we go back to the elevator pitch a little bit, I think you've shared some things that you want to do. You want to be sure you're speaking to the right audience and you don't want to sell necessarily. You want to make it clear on who you're looking to meet. And is there anything else in there? Well, if you're if you're networking in the same room every week, every month, you want to vary your story. You don't want to bore the people who you, who your friends and they see you every week. You want them to actually listen. So change up who you ask to you ask to meet and use your commercial to ask to meet somebody. Don't just say, Hey, here's what I do. And here's some, and again, that's an infomercial. That's not a commercial. So you want to ask to meet. And, and the way I teach it, I, I teach people to ask to meet 
business partners instead of customers. But I don't, we don't want to go that deep today. We want to just help people on the, you know, get, get going right away. And that's a little more uh, involved lesson. Is there any amount of time for a, a good elevator pitch? Is it a minute? Is it 10 seconds? How long should it be? Well, if you master it, you can do it in 10 seconds, but most rooms give you 30 seconds. Well, uh, actually, let me uh, tell it this way, Taylor. There's when, when people say that networking doesn't work, I ask them three questions. I ask them, are you having one-on-ones with other people? Are you giving referrals? And do people know who you want to meet? And usually the answer to all, all three questions is no. And that's why their networking isn't working because they're not spending individual time with the people in their network to learn more about them and teach more about themselves. They're not giving of themselves and and handing out other referrals and people don't know who they want to meet because they're not telling us. So one is, and I've noticed this when people are speaking, most people are busy thinking about what they want to say instead of listening to the person who's speaking right before them. And when they've already given their speech, then someone else is there. They're busy writing notes or they've checked out because they're not at attention because they don't want it. They're not giving their speech. So they've already done it and they're not paying attention. But one thing that stood out to me about what you said, Jeff, is you've got to be listening. You've got to be listening so that you know what that person's looking for. Maybe there's something when you introduce yourself that you want to add in based on what someone else said. I don't know. Maybe you want to play off. Exactly. Yeah. I'm looking for someone similar. It's very beneficial to play off the other people in the room. Uh, If they, now somebody, if you're planning to ask to meet uh, CPAs and then somebody else asks to meet CPAs before you, you shouldn't ask, you should change who you're going to ask for and just go visit with that person. Oh, yeah. yeah. They've already collected all the people I need to meet. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So let's not make people do twice, do the same work twice. Let's let's maximize the room that way. So uh, that's okay. another little tip that, that can be beneficial. So that the person that you're looking to meet and then you also talked about scheduling those one on ones and being prepared to listen to offer referrals for someone else. Absolutely. Yeah. And I even have a tool uh, on my website to help you with one on ones. It's a free download if we want to share the link later. Okay. Let's just say your website now. Sure. It's speaker. uh, I'm sorry. Jeff's 30 seconds.com. That's the the number 30, not the word 30. Jeff's 30 seconds.com slash education is the page with free downloads. Well, that's a valuable tool. I know a lot of people who could absolutely use that. And what you've said before too, Jeff, is that a lot of people don't know how to give good referrals or they don't know how to ask for a referral. Right. And here's something that might be a real aha moment for the folks who are watching us. If you go to a regular networking meeting and you don't know who your colleagues want to meet, you're not doing your job as a, as a fellow networker in that group. So you should know who everybody else wants to meet so you can be on the lookout to help them every day. Right. And we're primarily talking about small to mid-sized business owners, people who are out and um, networking at, as you said, the rotaries, the chambers. And professional salespeople, you know, as well as people on a sales staff. 
should be out but, doing the same kind of networking. But, you know, I'm, I'm a corporate girl. And for years, I was representing large brands doing public relations. And I would go to these chamber meetings and I had a difficulty. I had difficulty in delivering my elevator speech, primarily because I wasn't always looking to meet someone. But I found that, in fact, I was even doing public relations for a travel company. I was often looking to meet members of the media or I was looking to meet perhaps people who um, at the time they were influencers that could help share information about our brand or business partners, maybe channel partners, business partners, collaboration partners that I could do business with. And so even if you're in a nonprofit, you're often looking for someone, it might be someone who could be a donor, could be someone who could be, you know, a patient if you're, you know, in the medical field, but it sounds like we're always looking to meet someone and we have to think about that exactly as we do these meetings. yeah nonprofits need volunteers and donors and constituents yeah. you know so everybody has a you know there are if if you're working in the cube farm at a at a uh, military industrial complex company you may not you're probably not responsible for finding anybody but you're also not going to the chamber of commerce either so right right so i think it is important to have an idea of who we want to meet when we get there and then being prepared to describe ourselves i've even seen people jeff that have choked on giving their name and what they do yeah have you have you found something similar oh yeah you know and and some of that's the just the fear of public speaking which is something that that a lot of folks have to deal with and overcome um and then some of it again is just you, you know you all of a sudden you get nervous and and you lose your place because you're not you're you're focused on the wrong thing you know you're if you focus on not falling on your face you're going to fall on your face. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's, it's that self-fulfilling prophecy. Whereas if you focus on doing a good job, you'll do a good job. Don't focus on do a, don't do a bad job. You understand the, it, it seems subtle, but our brains are amazing tools and they get us in trouble if we if we think of things the wrong way. Absolutely. Negativity bias where we just gravitate toward the worst that could happen. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I've got some great stories about the worst that can happen that that help people. Uh, you know, it's like now you know now that you've heard the worst, you can prepare yourself so that you know that won't happen to you. Yes. <laughs> you know, one, one thing that helps me when I was nervous in delivering my elevator pitch or commercial was simply to breathe and slow down. And that's something that I talk with my clients about before they get on camera or on podcast interviews is let's let's walk through some basic steps just so that you can be confident when you're on camera, when you're getting ready to go on stage and speak. But I think people have similar fears when they are at a networking event and they're about to introduce themselves and ask for who they would like to meet. Absolutely. And I've noticed people just roll through it, you know, Speedy Gonzalez, they're just super fast or they're humming and hawing over it and can't seem to focus. And my first piece of advice for people is just to stop, stand up straight, breathe in and out and describe yourself. What about that, Jeff? Oh yeah, I mean, for me, when I teach people to overcome the fear of speaking, Breathing is the first lesson, you know, just breathe normal, 
come yeah because you know this oxygen actually calms you when you when you inhale you it actually slows your heart rate down when you take in a good a good lungful of, uh, of air and uh, so we start with that we start with take a breath and use that breath to for your for the beginning of whatever your talk however long your talk is 30 minutes or 30 hours start with a strong breath and uh, and and you'll start stronger so yeah absolutely yeah. all that all all that stuff is correct being prepared if you know the commercial you're going to do before you get to the meeting then you're not going to be worried about your commercial while you're and you'll get to listen to everybody else and do you do this without notes? Is it important that you're standing up cold and delivering your speech or can you take a piece of paper and maybe have some notes jotted so down? The answer to your question is not at all. It's not important at all that you don't have notes. Nobody is going to fine you or, or laugh at you or penalize you if you have a, t- a note card or your phone and you've got your high, you know, your, your commercial. Now, don't read don't read your commercial, but give yourself some bullets up to make sure you talk, you you cover those the points you want to cover, and and when you, once you do it with your with your notes two or three times, you'll be you won't need the notes anymore. Right. You know, I was in a morning and the lady was we could tell she was reading it was her first time to the meeting but i think we appreciated that she gave the full amount of content she she had her name her title who she was looking for a problem that she solved she gave her phone number and how to reach her you know it was all there and i think i appreciated that more and the effort than if she had tried to do it cold she just basically was upfront and honest about her not knowing everything, sure. but you know, she delivered a very effective elevator pitch. And the the point is that because she read it, you you were able to come away with the information you need to help her. Yeah. Right. And if she had done it any other way, she wouldn't have she wouldn't have been ready to make sure you got all that information. And I know too many people that waste that time. They literally will waste that 30 seconds in either it's nerves or they're joking around, but I don't think they take it seriously. Yeah. Well, and, and one of the things that that uh, that helps a lot of folks, if you is we don't need your name at the beginning of your commercial. OK, you know, you know if you'll give us your name before you're done, when we're really paying attention, then then that's good. And, and so many of these groups, and I know you've been to these groups, Taylor, where they actually call people's names to get up and do their commercial. So, and, and, you know, somebody says, here's Bob Smith. And Bob goes, I'm Bob Smith. Well, we just heard that you're Bob Smith. Yeah. And you're going to get the cowbell at 30 seconds if you don't get all the information in. So use your time wisely, like you were saying. And one thing with online is we basically have the ability to put our name and our business right there on the screen, especially if we're doing WebEx or Zoom or RingCentral or something like that, or Google Meet. Right, and look at how both you and I have done that. Yeah, 
Yeah. And we, we both have our names and we have our brands or, and, or our email addresses on the screen. So right there and your email address is not yahoo.com. It's at speakercoop.com. So immediately I'm like, okay, clearly he has to do something with speakers. Mine is TV with TLC.com. And I hope you get that I'm in the TV business. Maybe Mm -hmm. I don't tell you everything that I do, but at least you get an idea that I'm not selling muffins. I think intuitively it helps to tell the story for you when maybe you don't have the time to be able to do that. When you've only got 30 seconds or a short amount of time to make that first impression, then your brand is able to speak for you. Yeah. And you've got TV in your name, so you don't need to add the dot TV to to make the point. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Now, what about what else about online and maybe you're on a web conference? Any other tips? Yeah. I mean, you know, we we ask people to put their information in the chat. Uh, You know, people forget that Zoom, how powerful a tool Zoom is. and, And some of the other tools also have a chat room or chat box. I have mine pre-written. I've got a, 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 a Word document in my computer that is a lot of things I use frequently that I cut and paste. So when when we're every, when you're going around the virtual room doing introductions, I've got what I want already written. So I just copy it into the box and I wait to hit it, to, to post it until I've spoken. You know, some people, they try to get their information up there fastest. But then, then there's that information, those words aren't attached to anything. And we all need those extra, we all need that stuff attached to something, you know? And, and another thing people don't realize, if somebody logs in after you posted on Zoom in the chat, they don't see your information. Yeah. So yeah. wait till you do your commercial, your introduction, then paste your information up. That's good. And then what about the information that you do paste? Name, phone number, the best way to reach you. And also, Jeff, do you add in who you're looking for, who you're looking to meet? I have, uh, I think mine's four or five lines. I have my name with my phone number, my email address, and then I have my appointment link. And it says, let's schedule a one-on-one. And there's my calendar link. Uh, And then if you're looking for a speaker, here's speaker co-op. If you want to take a 30-second networking class, here's the link for that. So because it is, people are, can read it at their leisure, I put, all, I put it all there. What I love about that is you've also made it easy for me. If, I, if you've asked as part of your elevator pitch, and I know you have, who you're looking for and who you want to meet, then all I do is copy and paste that information, create a custom email, maybe an intro, add you, and then I've got all your details there too to make it easy for someone to schedule that appointment with you that I'm referring. Exactly. Yeah. So now I'm, I'm not a big fan of a full sales pitch in the chat, but you know, my, like I said, if you need a speaker, speaker called, you know, it's, it's a, it's quick. And again, there's that word pithy that I like so much. <laughs> 
Now at Speaker Co-op, and we've talked about how you connect audiences to speakers and you help your clients get paid. Um, is there any other resources or tools that you provide, Jeff, that maybe our listeners would want to check out? Yes. Uh, well, one of the things that happens when you start building an audience or a tribe is the people who want to sell stuff to that tribe also show up. So we have a resource section and resources for speakers at speakercoop.com as well. So we our audiences is is the, our audience is twofold: meeting planners to find speakers, and speakers to find training and resources like you, like a trainer, like you to help them with their talk, like a web person, like a printer, those kind of things. Oh, that's great. And I've referred a couple people over to you and they have been so pleased with the services you provide, with the networking, with the continuing education and training opportunities. And that the fact that, as you mentioned, you have a tribe, there is a large network of meeting professionals as well as speakers that are part of your tribe that they can pull from, learn from, connect with, identify best practices. I mean, it's been a great resource. Thank you. I really, those are great words. I appreciate that. You know, and and the other thing about speaker co-op is while, while we have room and we offer services for public speakers as their profession, our niche is experts like you, like some of the other people you've actually more like a lot of the people you're interviewing for your shows that use speaking to get clients. And then we call that speaking to get paid. So, yeah. So if you say, well, I'm not charging for my speaking. I just want to get in front of the right audience. Is speaker caught the right place for me? The answer is yes. Okay. Jeff, since you're the expert on how to deliver an effective and quality elevator pitch, how about you, before we close, give us an example of an elevator speech? Okay. Would you like me to do one for me or one for you? Oh, my goodness. You could do one for me? I think I know enough about what you're doing (laughs) to do your commercial. Okay. Let's hear it. All right. So... To be recognized as an expert in this world, you need to be in front of the room when when people are gathering as the speaker and being on TV is the ultimate front of the room. So by being on television, you are immediately recognized as an expert in your field. At Speak Up, we put people in front of audiences on the TV in a professional production with multiple cameras and a live audience so they really shine as the expert at what they do. This week, I'm looking to meet your friend who you've seen speak but hasn't been out on TV yet. I'm Taylor Cole Longacre with Speak Up and TV by TLC. Please write the name of your friend who speaks on your email and set pass it to me so we can set up an introduction. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Bravo, bravo. That was great, Jeff. Thank you. You're welcome. I don't think I could have said it better myself. So I'm going to be sure to replay this podcast episode, take some notes, because that was a really good elevator speech. And for those of you listening, that was for my show that's on Amazon Prime Video called Speak Up. 
we're in our fourth wave of Speak Up and with dozens and dozens of great speakers that are on our show. You can also um, find us on YouTube now and on the network mpn.global. Jeff has been instrumental in helping us identify new speakers. And then also now our speakers who have been part of our roster, many of whom have gone back to Jeff with Speaker Co-op and have joined his tribe and are getting those resources and tools they need in order to get paid even more to speak. There you go. And it was really cool to pull up, speak up on my Roku and watch on my TV, not on my computer. Yes, that's what I love. We have Speak Up and my other shows, The Focus and Hotel Hunt, that are available on Amazon Prime. You can watch it on your big screen TV at home, on your mobile phone, on your computer, and really anywhere that you have access to Amazon. So I'm excited about the time we spent talking to each other, Jeff. Is there anything else you'd like to share before we close? Well, uh, let me, you you talked about our website a little bit. I'll, I'll get add a little bit of a plug for that. The the people that we're looking for to be members of speakercoop.com, which starts with a listing on the website so people can find you. If you're speaking and not getting the results you want, we can help. If you're not speaking, but understand that it's a good way to get out there, we can help. And if you're afraid to speak, we can help. Thank you so much for joining me for the show. We appreciate your expertise as always. I look forward to connecting with you again in the future. And everybody, please check out his resources because they are, there's a number of things on his site that are free and they're really what you need so that you can shine in your presentations so that you can do a quality elevator pitch because we all need to be able to stand in the room, introduce ourselves and articulate who we're looking to meet. And so I think these resources are absolutely spot on, especially for those of you who are trying to create content and shine on camera, on podcasts, and online. I'm Taylor Cole Longacre. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you next time.